Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Thank you for joining us on the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast brought to you by PJS and Co-CPAs. We are here this week with episode number 56. I am Megan Spicer, your host. And today we are talking about effective reporting as a business owner. There are so many reports that it can really be overwhelming. And knowing what's important and where to focus your time and attention is so essential to knowing what's happening in your business and being able to effectively lead your business. So Jamie Johnson is joining me today to help shed some light on what we should be looking at and what is actually worth our time. Hi, Jamie. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. You know, there's, there's a, I've heard people say before, that's just too much information. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, and I can't tell you as a CPA how many times business owners, I'm like, you cannot send me enough information, um, you know, with an auditing background that I have had, which I have to say I didn't love, but let me tell you, I learned a lot from it. You know, there is, there is a lot of information we can inundate the business owner with, but being able to decipher what they need and how they need it presented is so important and can just ease a lot of anxiety uh, that business owners have. And, you know, one of our biggest words in, in the accounting world is usefulness, right? Mm-hmm. That's a huge, huge word. And making sure that you have useful information and timely information, because if you get useful information two months down the road, that doesn't help you. <laughs> <It's not laughs> <very useful>. So. <laughs> Timing is timing is everything and, right. and such. So I'm excited to jump into this and kind of talk about, you know, there is such thing as too much information as a business owner um, and how high level and how much into the detail that you need to stay. Yeah. Well, and that was one of the things that as we were putting this episode together, we were starting to talk about, okay, well, what should we be pulling weekly? What should we be pulling monthly? What should we be pulling annually? And the answer kept coming up, well, it depends. So we kind of shifted the conversation to talk about stepping back and looking at your business specifically and figuring out what information is actually, like you said, going to be useful, going to be timely. So can you talk a little bit about just reporting in general and what we should be thinking about when setting up those reports? Because we've talked about the P&L, We've talked about the balance sheet and we don't want to hash that out any more than we already have. There's, epi- you know, we have 50, this is episode number 56. We have episodes in regards to that, but there's so many other things that you can look at and analyze. So can you speak a little bit to that and what business owners should just topically be thinking about when it comes to that? Absolutely. I think sometimes almost like you need to know what you don't need <laughs> to kind of dial in as to what you do need. And, you know, I think, I think with everything in business, you know, even for us as CPAs running our business, knowing 
what information is critical and useful for us and for you as a business owner is an important thing to, to communicate. You have to know kind of what your different triggers are, you know, is or, or pain points too. On top of that, uh, you know, what what causes pain? Are you always are you always freaking out about cash flow? Are you always tapping into that line of credit and paying it back? Are you, you know, what timing of perspective? Is that something that that really, you know, gets your goat, so to speak? Um, you know, and it's just a, a huge uphill battle all the time. Is you collecting? Is AR a huge thing for you? You know, so to kind of understand, you know, it's like, well, I know I don't have a receivable problem. Okay. Well, you probably, you need to glance at receivable reports, but you don't need to dig into receivable reports. So, you know, like taking and going, okay, I need every week, I need to take five minutes and look at my AR aging report. I would not waste a lot of time digging into something that's not a problem. You know, if it's uh, that age old, age old uh, you know, saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. <laughs> and while things, sometimes things need adjustments, you have to know, you have to know what utilizes and what fuels you. You know, I have a client that says, set me a goal, set me a goal. So she's got certain metrics that within financial reporting, she has, you know, goals. She's like, I'm driven by goals. So you kind of have to know what makes you tick. And also that, like I said, what is useful in your business? So, you know, there's a lot of different reports, you know, there's cash flow reports, there's accounts receivable, um, you know, aging reports. So what do you, how many uh, accounts receivable do you have outstanding at a certain point in time? And, you know, is collections a pain or is collections pretty easy? Do you have things on auto pay? Do you, you know, there's, there's all of those identifying uh, various things, understanding maybe customer percentage of revenue. That could be a really huge thing. Having a diversified book of business, something that, you know, if you have one client that makes up 60% of your revenue, that's, great when things are going, but what happens if you lose that client? So something we do here at PJS on a weekly basis, when we, we actually have a leadership call every week, we meet with our leadership um, as owners of the company with our operations manager, and we have an hour call. And then we actually, as partners, meet at least one hour every week. Anyway, with that, one of the metrics that we actually have put together and compiled is called a weekly snapshot. So that might give us, you know, how many how many business leads we have in the pipeline. That may be how many um, accounts receivable we have outstanding, how many accounts receivable outside of 30 days overdue. Um, but it just gives us a snapshot of line items that we like how we're trending. And we do that weekly. We really look at that. It might be revenue per month. Um, and, you know, obviously if you're growing your business, you're going to want to see that number increase, uh, you know, week after week and, and see where your goals and see that they're shifting and moving along with what you need to do. So that's been a really good thing. And we honestly, we keep modifying it. It's like, oh, you know, I'd also like to see, just know this, but being able, I mean, it's just literally like a, like if you if you pictured like an index card and said, I want to know these eight things about my business from a weekly basis and, you know, being able to identify trends. I think trends are a big thing in our business. Right. You know, people always say, where do they go? Where does my money go? What do I do with it? And uh, I think identifying certain trends, understanding how your revenue is moving, how understanding how your expenses are moving, um, you know, maybe you're your debt. Maybe you need to track your principal amount of debt because right now in in 
the era that we're in, so to speak, people are taking more loans and more loans and more loans. So maybe that's something that you really need to target in on. So really knowing what you need to know is, is key in this process. So. So some of the things that you mentioned, like they sound obvious Mm -hmm. after you say them, but I don't know that I would necessarily think about them just sitting down (laughs) to, (laughs) to put it together. I just, especially if you're a business owner on your own. So What key players do you think should be involved in establishing these reports that you're pulling? Because it's a lot of front end work, front end work. Yeah, this is a, this is a task that's better suited for a team or a partnership or, you know what I mean? There, where there, where accountability is present. Okay. And it's not just kind of an out of sight, out of mind type of thing, uh, but to have, you know, whether it be your CPA or whether it be, you know, a CFO uh, that you have, and maybe you're not big enough to have a full-time CFO, but maybe you have a somebody that comes in that's a higher level accountant that understands analytics and understands reporting needs, you know, but having somebody that that is their skill set, that is going to be worth your weight in gold. I will tell you that because, You can look at reports all day long. And if you don't understand what they're really telling you, there's no point. Um, And, you know, I think what's important for business owners is to gain knowledge in what they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Bring confidence to areas that they lack confidence in, you know? So you might have somebody that's the best salesperson ever and can close deals left and right. But if they don't understand uh, you know, the margins on those sales and everything that's really going into it and what the costs associated um, with each of those deals. I mean, how do you really become more profitable? Right? Right. But if you have somebody going, hey, this is a great contract you closed, but do you realize at the end of the day, we're only profiting, you know, 10% when the industry standard can be more along the lines of we should be closing on a 15%. You know, so let's look at the costs associated with closing that contract and understanding and what that means for us going forward and how we minimize those costs and shifts without not service, the the service not lacking. And so because sometimes, especially in partnerships, you might get one partner that's a spender and you get one might get one that's a saver. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's just, that, that, that's a big struggle within partnerships and understanding that um, what to invest in, what not to invest in and, and such. So having having a good advisory team is essential and kind of pushing that forward, having accountability and having strategy to what you do and why you do it doesn't mean that everything's going to run at 100 percent efficiency, but it does mean that you can effectively make business decisions with appropriate and solid information and cut, you know, the fat where needed, so to speak. Well, and I want to tie that back up into that company snapshot you talked about earlier Mm -hmm. too, because when we were setting up this episode, you were talking about how that can actually be set up as a custom report. Someone who's experienced though, and is involved in your strategy. You don't want just your bookkeeper to take this and run with it and say, hey, I need you to put together important reports I should be looking at because they're probably going to look at it. And not that they would be wrong, but they're probably going to pull like AR aging, you know, the traditional PL mm-hmm. balance sheet, 
if you have someone experienced who knows the strategy and overall goals of your business and is working together with you on doing that, like an advisor, like a CFO, like someone like that, they can help put together that customized business snapshot that's including all of the data points that you need to be looking at and measuring progress on to see how you're achieving your goals. So that's very different than what you're going to get versus someone that's just pulling the typical accounting reports, which are good, but not necessarily as strategic and pinpointed as what we're talking about here. You know, I feel like a really trendy word right now is mindset, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. coach, mindset, everything, which are all incredibly important things. So the mindset, and this is not, this is just what you're going to get. You're going to get a different, let's, let's take the legal, you know, industry, for example, do you want a lawyer doing something or do you want a paralegal doing something? There's things you can train a paralegal to do and they might have an expansive amount of knowledge, right? But is it the same as a legal expert? Probably in some cases there might be few and far between that, but there may be a handful that like you get a really good answer from a paralegal and they really know what they're doing. But what would you get if you, did the legal expert, you know, you're probably going to gain a lot more efficiency. You're going to get a lot more knowledge. You're going to have a different mindset. Okay. It's not that a bookkeeper can't, or an accountant can't um, start to pull those things together, like a company snapshot, but definitely something that you're probably not going to want them setting up. You know, they could pull information into it, um, could be useful, but understand when there's a drill down you know, they might not have looked at that. They might just be pulling a number because that's what you want pulled. They don't understand the full gamut. And maybe that's something you expand their role into and and train them in. But it's something that you as a business owner have to kind of tackle and becoming an expert in your own business first before you have that expectation for a bookkeeper or an accountant, right? Right. Okay. So, transitioning now, we want to talk about how we've worked with clients. And again, that comes down to kind of an it depends situation. But we want to just give some examples of how we've worked with clients as a virtual CFO to help them establish effective reporting and how how to approach that. And again, we're going to look at it from a daily, weekly perspective. But keep in mind that this isn't a one size fits all solution. No, absolutely not. It's uh, kind of going back to that, know your business and know your needs, know your pain points, right? So if there's daily, you know, if you're a transactional business and you're a retail store, right? And you sold 27 shirts one day and 56 shirts the next day and down to 20 shirts the next day, maybe that is from a daily revenue perspective. Maybe that is an indicator that you want. I don't, for the business that I'm in from as a CPA, like I don't want to look at daily sales. Like I'm not, we're not transactional, right? So things reported daily are maybe not as um, intuitive and as important to somebody like myself, but somebody who owns a retail store. Yeah. Daily, stu- da- daily revenue is, is a really big key 
into knowing, you know, how their trends, maybe what the best day of their, their week is and why that's the best day of their week and how they can build on that, how they can expand that. Right. But the more that you touch data, the more work it is. So if you're paying somebody per hour and you're like, I want this daily, you need to know that the more touches you have, obviously the, you know, the higher the bill, um, with, with paying somebody what that is too. So, so when you look at cash flow, maybe that's something that you need to look at daily to start with, to really understand how your fluctuation and where it's going. But maybe once you really get a handle and understand the ins and the out of cash flow, maybe that goes to a weekly report. Maybe after a weekly, it goes, you know, you've got a good handle on it. You've made adjustments. Maybe your collections, how you collect your money is, is you, you modify that. So you get a more streamlined, you know, revenue line versus and, and cash flow coming in and how you're paying your bills that can make a dramatic difference in your cash flow. So understanding and getting that under control, that movement under control and understanding the ins and outs gets you a whole lot further than, you know what I mean? Just feeling like you always have to run something daily. So let your reports change with how your business changes, right? So, so that is something that, that, you know, just to kind of keep in mind. So what's what the needs up front aren't the needs that you might need four months from now. So that, that will evolve and everything. So, you know, weekly is probably a more, you know, if you've got a higher level business, weekly reports are probably going to be really a lot more useful for you. Uh, we talked about the company snapshot. So we have, um, we have different, you know, kind of a punch list of everything that we want to see in a snapshot that we want to see so that so that we can kind of make decisions. If there's something that we need to identify quickly, we can identify that. Right. So and that's pulling in a lot of different reports and, and information into that. So let's see. Typically, though, you know, like looking at things monthly, once you get a good process in place and established, you know, obviously running your balance sheet and your PL, but also understanding how that AR, that accounts receivable aging goes into your balance sheet, how that is affecting your profit and loss um, is going to be your next step in understanding kind of how the two integrate, right? Monthly reports are are really good, are really good at identifying trends. I mean, all of these reports are good at identifying trends are huge. I will say that trends, understanding, you know, what part of the years work best for you, what, what months are, you know, your best months and why they're your best months, right? They're not just your best months because there's obviously reason and being able to expand on what you're doing well and being able to innovate with what you have is is really essential. Um, so, you know, understanding monthly how that is working with your budget, how that's working with your balance sheet, your PL, how you're matching up from an industry perspective. So normally people will close the month and, you know, anywhere from, I would say the average business has the prior months closed anywhere from 10, the 10th to the 20th of the month. Um, so then you can start running your reports. So we talked about that garbage in, garbage out from a timing perspective. So if you run those reports and your books aren't closed, you might be just getting a partial picture. It might not be a full picture. So really having a process of going, hey, by the 10th of the month, the books are closed. And by the 15th, X, Y, and Z 
reports are generated. And there's lots of customization you can do within QuickBooks Online to have those reports automatically run. So they export into a PDF and you make one button and I want all of these. So really customizes the process for you as a business owner. Okay. And you mentioned the industry reports and comparing to industry norms or industry standards. Can we talk about that in a bit more detail? I think there's a couple of things. So we've talked a lot about identifying, identifying and understanding your business. And when you speak to industry, you know, um, I'll give this example. We're a CPA firm, but we can't take our industry and look at our industry averages and completely expect our model that we are a virtual CPA firm to follow that. I mean, biggest thing we don't have a building. We work out of our homes, so we don't have that overhead of rent and utilities and phone system and copiers and all of that. So we have to identify that in that way, we are very different than our industry norms from an accounting firm perspective. Now, there's other things like... Um, you know, what we pay our, our, our people, there are, um, you know, what, what people pay for, you know, software costs and stuff. So we match up very similar to a lot of, a lot of other accounting firms, but we have to understand our differences. So looking at your industry and understanding, like maybe what their net profit margin is, what are their sales growing at per year and kind of how you match up? Okay, I'm exceeding the industry there. So it kind of can help you identify what you need to work on. The other thing with that is, uh, I know we've spoke to this a lot, is being able to kind of tap into an advisor team. So having somebody be able to pull industry reports for you, because that does take, you don't just go out and pull your industry averages off Google (laughs) and apply them across the board. Um, You know, there has to be some guidance there. So this is an overwhelming process to, to look at that and start to identify because it does feel like it almost can make people, especially if you don't like finances, shut down. Yeah. And that's the last thing that's going to be a positive thing. So You know, educate yourself. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and as a business owner, you feel like you should be looking at everything in your business. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily the case because some reports, they're, they're important and maybe you need to look at them on a less frequent basis, but you don't need to be looking at them every week necessarily. And that's just wasted time and effort that you're spending looking at numbers that if, if that's not one of your big goals for the quarter or for the year why are you spending that time every week? So that's one of the things that I was going to bring up is how obviously you should be including your partners in talking about what reporting you're looking at and what's important and what goals you're trying to achieve, because that's going to play a part in the, the reporting too, right? Yes, absolutely. So kind of going back to that snapshot, um, for instance, here we at PJS, we don't have a collections problem. We really don't have an air aging problem. And so that's something that we go, give us high level, want the full balance. If we need to drill into it, we'll ask questions, but I want the full balance and let me know if anything's over 30 days. Like it just, those are kind of like two punches, but we don't dig into those weekly by any means, you know, and if something you need to maybe monitor weekly, but then you punch into and do maybe a a deeper dive, you know, monthly from a frequency perspective. And something else I want to touch on before we move to our next point is obviously we talked, we talked about that it's a lot of front end work. 
And once you establish these reports, it's not just that you're done and you never have to think about them again. You never have to look at them. Like I can set up my whole meal plan and go to the grocery store and fill my fridge with all kinds of healthy things and work out consistently for a week and then stop. And that doesn't mean that I'm fit and that I win. <laughs> I'm healthy and we're good and the work is done. Like frequency and consistency obviously are important in a lot of aspects of life, but can you talk about that just a bit in, in regards to reporting and the importance of that in the overall strategic plan of your business? Sure. Yeah. Like you said, like consistency is just huge. I mean, if we could make something fixed within a week or a month, like we'd all be like billionaires right now. Right. Right. <laughs> so yes, consistency is key. And like when I talked about identifying those trends, identifying, you know, how your business is trending and, and what's working, what's not working. Um, but consistency is huge. And sometimes it's overwhelming to think about how, like to look at everything at once. Um, so that's why, you know, it's really good to kind of set, establish a process of, you know, my books are closed on the 15th of every month and then we're going to run all of these reports, but through, you're not just going to do everything in that one week. I mean, Maybe that works for you, but, you know, maybe weekly you need to look at, you know, you need to keep up with your data weekly if you're going to do that weekly, but, you know, identifying, you know, what's an area of your business maybe that you look at. So, you know, breaking that down, maybe weekly you take a deeper dive. I know we mentioned this before, but taking a deeper dive every week into like a component of what your reporting is so that you understand that better. Maybe you set different goals for yourself and, and your business and understanding, you know, why. Understanding the why is is a huge. Um, so those, those shifts are going to shift the way that your business is from you know, profitability and from growth, um, you know, identifying that it's not a, it's not a one and done thing. And just like we mentioned, you're going to want to find some kind of business advisor, a CPA, virtual CFO. If you have a full-time CFO, they can help you establish this, but they can also help you with the ongoing monitoring of these reports and holding you accountable to looking at them and understanding them and making changes if necessary. So accountability is a huge piece. No matter who you are, you might be the most motivated business owner and the most excited business owner in the world, but having somebody be accountable um, to be accountable to, and that's going to tell you the truth, regardless if it's good or you know bad or anything, I think is is really key. And when we do things on our own and we think we can do things on our own through the whole you know start to finish. It's just very taxing on us. And I think business owners really burn out on top of everything um, that's going on that to take this piece on and to not, you know, have somebody keep you accountable. And it can give you encouragement, too, because it doesn't feel like it's always on you. And I think that's where business owners get so deflated. And like I said, burnt out is like it feels like everything is continually on their shoulders start to finish. And I think that burden has really got to shift. The reporting needs that you have from a leadership perspective and how you lead this business into its next phases is it's really important because no matter, even if you're the best person in the world and the best financial person, like you need a different set of eyes on it. And so I think that that's, I think people really underestimate the value of that 
So really understanding what complements you, what works for you, what works for your business and being able to positively take that even when things are maybe not going as well. I think in, in my relationships with the client and with my clients, I, I look at it and I try it. Like, even if it was a really rough month, I really try to find something that they did really well. Some sort of, uh, you know, something that they did because like we all need encouragement, especially if we've had a down month. Right. Right. So finding, finding somebody that can materialize and financially put together what, what you're doing well and maybe how we modify it, maybe how we um, build on it. And it is really important. So I always want things to work on, but I also want to know, like, what am I doing well? What do I bring to the table? What can I, what can I expand on? And I want somebody that's going to keep me accountable and on track, but I also want somebody that's going to push me and encourage me and not just completely beat me down and tell me what I'm not doing well and how to run my business. You don't need somebody to tell you how to run your business. You need somebody to help you understand your business and how to push it forward based on your needs and your goals. Right. Not theirs. Well, and that's, these are the conversations that we love to have with people, right? We love talking business. We love talking growth. We love talking numbers. So if you have any questions, I mean, we have conversations like this all the time with business owners who are just interested in learning more about their own business, interested in talking about where they stand now versus what their goals may be or reporting needs or whatever it may be. Uh, you know, we love having those conversations as well. And really, actually, you know, like I said, we enjoy talking to people. So let us know if you have any questions. The first call is absolutely free of charge. There's no commitment to sign up for anything. So reach out to us and we'd love to have a conversation. Now to do that, you can find us at pjscpas.com. If you go to our website, you can fill out the contact form or email us, give us a phone call. Uh, All of that information is there. Our email is info at pjscpas.com. And on our website as well, you'll find a ton of free resources. All of our podcast episodes are there, all of the show notes, any free downloads that you've heard mentioned on any of our podcast episodes can be found on the show notes that correlate to the the show uh, number. And I mean, there's just a ton of stuff available there for you as well. So that being said, if you enjoyed today's episode or have listened to a few episodes in the past and you have not subscribed yet, please hit that subscribe button because as we mentioned in the last episode as well, we have shifted our release schedule to every two weeks. So we don't want you to miss anything. And by hitting that subscribe button, you'll get a notification whenever a new episode is released. Super easy for you to listen and we don't want you to miss out. So that being said, that is all we have for you today. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.